0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. Because I believe if more people got results from their prayer, more people would be praying. Amen. So we said that three factors govern this uh, effective prayer, is, which is number one, our knowledge and belief about who God is, our knowledge and belief about who we are, and then our knowledge and belief about what we have been given. Because we pray from a seated place in Christ, With the authority of the name of Jesus. And we took the last few sessions talking about this authority and power. And we say authority and power working together is dominion. And the Bible declares that God wants us to have dominion in the earth realm because there is territory to be uh, protected and also territory to be uh, taken for the kingdom of God. Amen. Hunt your neighbor, ask him, I say, are you ready to to take some territory? Are you ready to take some territory? Yeah, glory to God. Because in the beginning, God said, God, let, let us make man in our image and after his likeness. Uh, and he says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air, and over everything that creeps upon the earth. So it was God's original intent that you and I, children of the Most High God, have dominion in the earth realm. In other words, things should not be running us. We should be running them. Glory to God. Now, I tell you, your neighbor, say, it's time for you to start running some stuff. It's time for you to start running some stuff. Amen. So today I want to get, I want to be practical in what I share and I got a lot of work to do on today so I need you to stay engaged and and in in tune with what I'm saying because I want to, I want to put something in your life today that you can now take this and walk it out because I just don't want you to have this information to be having information. I want you to have this information and then have the how-to's To go walk it out and see some things happen in your life. Are you with me? Praise God. So, walking out. Now, in prayer, and if you've been praying or done any praying in your life uh, consistently, you understand that there are some things that happen in prayer. First of all, when you pray sometimes, you pray and you just have a knowing on the inside that it's a done deal. Anybody been there before? I mean you prayed out some things, you've been you've been spending time in prayer, but something just clicks in that moment that confirms to you that whatever you were praying for, you've gotten the answer. And at that particular time, all it is for you to do is just to watch. You hear what I'm saying? There's nothing else you need to do. There's no more proclamation you need to make. You just know in your knower that this thing is a done deal. Why? Because the peace of God invades your life and just settles you to the place where you can't be talked out of what you know. Is everybody with me this morning? And so there are some times that come like that in prayer. Like I can remember as we was building this building, I, I used to have a, 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 I used to uh, go up on top of the hill over here. Uh, they, they, they had cut down some trees and there was a tree stump about 30 inches tall almost just right for a seated position. And so I would come up here sometimes and I'd just sit on that stump and just look over the property and just be praying in the Spirit, just praying over the things. And I'm telling you what, uh, because through the process, there was some some real opportunities for me to begin to think and almost believe that this wasn't going to come to pass. And so I would sit up there and pray, and I'd just be praying in the Spirit, and I'd be watching cars go by, and I'd be envisioning cars coming up the driveway, I'd be envisioning people going into the building. This was before a lot of this was even up here, just sight work being done, and I would just pray. But I'm telling you what, it was a day that I came up here, and I was walking up the hill, and I just heard in my spirit, I just heard on the inside of me, it's done. I mean, I just just heard it. And so from that day forward, I didn't pray uh, pray as it relates to trying to get anything done. I was just thanking God for what's already done. And from that day forward, that was just such a piece of God that I couldn't even doubt if I wanted to. That this thing was gonna get done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so there are some times that you need to spend time in prayer in such t- in, until such a time comes where you know that you know that you know that what I'm praying for or what I'm praying about is a done deal and nothing can stop it all I need to do is sit back and watch are you hear what I'm saying glory to God and so once once it happened then that's my posture and that's my position however there's another side of prayer that when you pray you get reminded or reassured of a promise that God has given you in his word God reminds you in his prayer and in your prayer time About what he's promised you. However, even though you've gotten that promise, you still have obstacles, you still have challenges, you still have situations, you still have sickness and disease, you still have mountains in front of you, but you know what the promise is. Okay, so even though you know what the promise is, but yet you're still facing some things, That's that's a different stance in prayer than when you know it's a done deal. So now there's a part that I still have to pray uh, or I still have to do in prayer until the full manifestation shows up. Is anybody anybody clear with me this morning? I want to make this uh, this, this difference here this morning because what I want to talk about is this time of prayer where you know what the Word says. You've been reminded of the promise. It's been preached to you, it's been taught to you. And you've been reminded from people in your own prayer time, in your own study, but yet things still don't seem to be lining up to what you've been promised. That's not the time to lay back and kick up your feet. That's the time where you still need to be remain engaged until you see the full manifestation of what you've been believing God for. Just because it hasn't shown up yet doesn't mean it's not going to show up. Listen, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? So I want to, I want to, I want to encourage you this morning in these times because I believe that we all, that that many of us have, uh, have, have grabbed hold of a promise but we haven't seen the fullness of that promise yet. But I have good news for you. If you tap into what I'm sharing with you on the day, you're gonna start seeing some manifestations like never before in Jesus' name. Are y'all with me this morning? Amen, glory to God. So now, in these times, I know what the promise says, but I'm still looking at something in the natural that does not line up with what I've been promised. I know the word says that he meets all my needs according to his riches and glory, but my money still looks funny. Anybody been there? And my change is still strange. But I know what I've been promised. I've been promised that every single need that I have shall be met according to God's riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I don't just throw up my hands and say, oh, well, I guess it's not for me. No, I need to find out what I need to do to stay engaged, what I need to do to keep pressing in this thing until I see every single one of my needs met. You hear what I'm saying I know the Bible says with his stripes I'm healed. glory to God not talking about me I'm just using first-person to kind of help you see some stuff I know the Word of God says that that I've been healed by the stripes of Jesus but when they get chilly my joints act up come on talk to me somebody some of y'all even so 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 in tune with your joints that you know when it's going to rain. You come walking through the house, you're like, oh, Jesus, it's going to rain. The weather forecaster hasn't said nothing about rain, but it could be 10% on the weather forecast, but you know rain is coming. No, that's not the time where you begin to adjust your lifestyle to accommodate your, uh, your, your inadequacies. No, that's the time that you got to find out what do I need to do to stay engaged and keep pressing, bless God, until I see the fullness of the Word of God in my life that with His stripes I am healed. Are y'all with me this morning? So what does this this require? What does all of this require? Number one, it requires a renewed mind. Say with me today, a renewed mind. It requires a renewed mind. Because we gotta renew our minds to what's been promised, not to what we've been experiencing. Does that make sense to you? Because a lot of times we will, we, will, we will begin to think based upon how, what we're experiencing instead of what we've been promised. Because listen to this, this is, uh, this is so very, very true. Listen to this, our, our internal reality Becomes our external reality. Did you hear what I said? I said our internal reality becomes our external reality. In other words, what's going on on the inside of us will eventually be will will eventually be what we see on the outside of us. Got it? So, as a righteous believing believer, our thinking should not be that our, our thinking excuse me should be that our prayers are supposed to be effective. Listen to me. We should be surprised when our prayers don't work versus being surprised when they do. Because some of y'all fall out when God answers, oh, glory to oh God, Lord, gl-. it's unbelievable. Hush your mouth. So in other words, you're just letting us all know you, you didn't have a clue of what you was doing. You just happened to fall up on the blessing. No, you got to know how to work this word to get some results whenever you need some results because you can't be sitting around hoping and praying when you need God to come through in your life. Are y'all with me this morning? I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. All the money came in to pay my life bill. I just can't believe it. Hush your mouth. If you are a believer, you should have expected it to come. And when it didn't show up, when it was supposed to, you ought to be looking around. Now, what in the world, what, where is it? Where is, it's got to be around here somewhere. But we get so, so excited when God comes, when the Word of God comes through because of our prayers. No, that should be commonplace. It should be commonplace. Amen. See, we sometimes have this wrong thought that it's our job to pray and it's God's job to do something. No, folks. God's done His part. Now we need to do our part. Are y'all hearing this? How many of you have said amen or uh, or said this yourself? I must decrease so that he must increase how many of you ever said that heard that said amen to that my question is why huh what why I said amen because that's what the pastor said that's what the pastor prayed pastor prayed I must decrease so he can increase Why do we say that? It's in the Bible, yes. But should we be saying it? Talk about a renewed mind. Because you got to understand, that statement was made by John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus. And John had to get out the way so that Jesus could come up. So that statement to John, but John was absolutely correct. He must decrease because John was the man. John was the man. He was the man. He was the man's man. He was a man. He had to decrease so Jesus could increase because the will of God was that people be drawn to Jesus and not John. John was to point people to Jesus, not himself. So why do we say amen? Why do we say I must decrease so he must increase? It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But let me tell you something, folks. Now is not the time for us to be decreasing anything. If Jesus is in us and we have His Word while we decrease it, we ought to be increasing we actually ought to be manifesting. Everybody say manifesting. We should be doing what Jesus taught us to do. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But because of, because of our minds and because of what we've heard, you know, we, we, lay, we, know, we, we just kind of say those things because it sounds spiritual and special and all that kind of stuff. Some of the, half the stuff we'd be saying, we don't even know why we say it. thank you for those three amen all right i just just heard i just it just sounds good to me i don't know why i said you without you and you wonder why you wonder why you're not you're not seeing some of the things that you have been designed and promised to see you hear what i'm saying praise god there is no time for us to decrease folks it's time for us to manifest jesus um, got finished preaching Jesus tells his disciples Jesus says hey let's get in this boat ask go to the other side disciples get on the boat Jesus get on the boat Must was a pretty good boat cuz Jesus went downstairs and he went to sleep so Jesus sleep. he he's resting from you know full day of ministry and they're going across they're going across the sea and they go going to the other side all of a sudden the storm r- rises, right right and so water starts filling up the boat and they start panicking and they start hollering. And so they run downstairs and they ask Jesus, they wake Jesus up, Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus said, what? Y'all know how y'all are when y'all wake up? Jesus didn't get up and be like, we love it. <laughs> what concerneth thou? When you get woke up out of a deep sleep, you are irritated. Come on, I know you saved and got Holy Spirit, but you irritated. Leave me alone. So they wake Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus don't you care that we about to die? Jesus, get him like, Lord, have mercy. So he goes upstairs, goes on the top of the boat, and he looks at the storm. And he says, peace, be still. Storm stops. Rain stops. Then he turns to the disciples and says, Where is your faith? Hmm? Where is your faith? See mine renewed. Because they should have been in the place by walking with Jesus. And seeing Jesus do what he do, they should, one of them should have had enough boldness to get out on the edge of the boat and at least speak to the storm before they went and woke up Jesus. Nine renewal. So you got to understand this. Jesus could not have spoken to the storm if he could not have slept in the storm. See, if the storm is keeping you up at night, you can't speak to it. If the storm has got you wringing your hands, causing you to get gray hair before you you get gray hair, if it's worrying you, you cannot speak to it because your mind has not been renewed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And we've been trying to speak the stuff that's still keeping us awake at night. Y'all hearing this? Why of says stay with the man now? Stay with the man. Because listen to this. Our internal, our internal reality is what we, re- what we release from our lives as well as what we release out of our mouths. If you got turmoil going on on the inside of you, you're going to have turmoil manifested outside of you. And you're going to have turmoil coming out your mouth. You're just going to be, you're going to have the uncanny ability to mess even good stuff up when you open your mouth up because of what's going on on the inside of you. If you just kept your mouth shut, it would have been fine. But you had to open up your mouth and let out what was in you. Why? Because what's going on in us is going to show up on the outside of us. I know we got our our acts and we got our facades and we got our scripts. You know, this is how I'm going to carry myself. I'm going to walk like this. Most of us are faking it until we make it. You don't fake nothing until you make it. You faith it until you make it. But in order to faith something, you got to know something. Are y'all hearing this? So it requires, it requires, y'all, it requires a renewed mind. Let's go to Luke 18. Let's look at some things here. Everybody okay? All right. I'm going to take my time today. So I hope y'all had English muffin or something before y'all came in. Here. Cafe not open yet. We can't help you today. And lunch is just for growth track attendees. Oh, y'all, I'm going growth to track today. shoes. Ha <laughs> ha. Come on, Luke 18. Come on. Y'all stop playing in church, man. Luke 18, verse number one. Look at this. Living Bible says One day Jesus told his disciples a story to illustrate their need for constant prayer and to show them that they must keep praying. Listen to this, folks. How long? Until the answer comes. Come on, y'all can read. Come on. How long? Until the answer comes. He said, there was a city judge, he said, a very godless man who had great contempt for everyone. A widow of that city came to him frequently to appeal for justice against a man who had harmed her. The judge ignored her for a while, but eventually she got on his nerves. I fear neither God nor man he said to himself but this one woman bothers me I'm going to see that she gets justice for she is wearing me out with her constant coming then the Lord said e- if even an evil judge can be uh, worn down like that don't you think that God will surely give justice to his people who plead with him day and night yes he will answer them quickly if I say quickly quickly but The question is, here's the question. When I, the Messiah, return, how many will I find who have faith and are praying? That was Jesus' question. So here's the illustration here that Jesus says. Jesus says he was this woman who came to a godless judge. Now, this godless judge is not an indicator or a model for God says that a very godless man. So it's not talking about God. So we can we can never get on God's nerves. Y'all hear what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's good news. One brother back there said hallelujah, praise God. We can never get on God's nerves. So what is it? What, what's our second point here? What's required? Required is radical persistence. Radical persistence. Isn't it amazing that when we want some things sometime that we know is no good for us, we will go to the ends of the earth to get it when we know it's not gonna do us any good. Come to the things of God and things that are positive. We give it one or two tries and we're done. Y'all quiet, so I must be talking about you. I always know what I'm talking about. You. Man, you go, people, you have people all around that, listen, don't, don't be messing with that stuff, don't be messing with that stuff, don't be messing with that person. You know you don't need to be over there. And it seems like the more they say that, the more you wanna go over there. Like you gotta prove, so I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna prove to them this thing go whack. And you know in the back of your mind, you, you messing up stuff. But you got so much persistence to, to prove your point about something that means you no good why can't we transfer that persistence to the things of god we we try things one or two or three times then we got the nerve and the audacity to call up and say well it don't work how you know how you figure it don't work it don't work because you're not willing to go the extra mile you're not willing to do whatever you need to do to get it Things are not just going to fall in our laps just because we want it. There has to be some radical persistence. You have to keep doing it and doing it and doing what you need to do until you see some stuff. Amen. I said, Amen. This, this facility didn't come without us having some radical persistence. We had to keep it moving, man. And so this woman keeps coming back to this judge. And he says, man, this girl getting on my nerves. That's what the Bible said. Man, this girl getting on my nerves. Man, I got to get, man, I don't feel nobody. I don't even feel God. I don't feel God nor any other man. But this woman right here has gotten up under my my skin. And I tell you what, I better get her what she needs because she's bothering me. Because, listen, persistence overcomes resistance. And so you've heard me say it before, a no today doesn't mean it's gonna be a no tomorrow. Sometimes you just simply ask the wrong person. Because somebody has your yes. But you gotta be persistent. So this woman now is persistent, but her constant coming is her persistence. And this word persistent, in one translation, says her importunity. Now, this importunity is equivalent to boldness. So because this woman was so bold to keep coming back to this man, after he kept saying no to her, she kept showing up. Because of her boldness, he had to do something on her behalf. Now, how many know if this godless man can do something righteously for this woman's boldness, how much more can our God move on our behalf because we're bold? Because see, when you bowl, man, you are persistent. You keep coming, you keep coming, and you keep coming, and you keep coming. And you keep coming, and you keep coming, and you keep coming. Praise God. You keep ramming it down the road. I mean, in sports, when you, when you man, it, it's nothing like, it's nothing more pretty than seeing a team march from like the five-yard line of their end of the end zone and march that ball all the way down the field and score on the other end. Boy, they just keep smacking them in the face. Bam! 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 Every single play. Just hitting them right in their head. Bam! Until they score. And see, that's we got to get that kind of tenacity and we got to get that kind of persistence when it comes to the things of God. When you see what you've been promised, don't you get up off of it until you begin to live it. And every single day you got to get up and run your play. Turn proceed. Omaha, 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 wait and run your play.